This is CliffCentral.com. Why don't we ask Rich Mulholland about what he thinks of this? Every Monday he comes and gives us some kind of wake-up call. So maybe this morning is a perfect occasion to get such a wake-up call. How are you, Rich? Super rad. How are you doing, dude? Yeah, good. I saw you got into a little bit of a, a tour over the weekend as well. Uh, I did. Yeah. Tell everybody <laughs> what happened because I don't think everyone is paying attention all the time. Well, fill us in. So obviously you wake up Saturday morning. I, you know, you roll over. You open Twitter. I, I didn't see anything Friday night, so I was in bed. Yeah. yeah. I wake up in the morning and I felt like gravity was broken. I felt like my entire universe was heavier. Like I actually was reading through my timeline and uh, I had this feeling like I was completely emotionally uh, a wreck. Like I really mm. genuinely woke up and thought, oh, fuck, man, what's going on? Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of us did. Yeah. And it was, it was that heavy, heavy, heavy feeling where, where really you just, you just don't know what to do. So I go on to Facebook and Twitter and all I see is people saying, pray. Pray, 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 and I'm I'm just struck by I, the first thing I see within minutes is a hashtag that says "Pray for Paris," and I was struck by the feeling that that could have been a very effective hashtag for the terrorists in the weeks leading up. Mm. Now I'm not saying that this is a reflection on all Muslims at all, uh, and. It, <laughs> Or on all religious on people. On all religious people at all. Yeah. But what I will say that it is undeniable that to some degree, uh, the foot soldiers believed they were doing God's work. Absolutely. They, they absolutely believed right. that. In fact, that's the one undeniable fact about what these guys stand the for. The guys were shouting out, Allah uh, Akbar. Yeah. And uh, they weren't God saying is good. free Syria or take down Assad or right. it was, leave our oil alone or can we have Baghdad back? Or Yeah. God is good. Right. Boom. You're dead. Uh, your president did this to us. Uh, this is what's going on. We're going to kill you guys to get back at him. God is good. God is good. Yeah. Praise God. Okay. So prayer, people were praying for Paris. They were praying for a, an effective result in Paris. And you can categorically say that there are certain groups in the Middle East and around the world that are actually praying, thanking God today for, for the, the amazing attack that happened that will help free their people. So I want to talk prayer in general. I want to discuss the idea of how do we feel about this and how do we feel this effectiveness. And the other question I want to ask people is, what are you actually praying for? So everyone must pray for Paris. For what? For what exactly do you hope the result to be? What is the desired outcome? Uh, what, are we, what difference are we planning on making? And I thought we'd even maybe look at a little bit of science and bring some science into the equation. Because I had a look. I, I spent some time over the weekend looking back and forward about studies on science, uh, on prayer and things like this. Mm. And categorically in every worthwhile study barring one the results have shown that absolutely prayer does nothing prayer is completely ineffective as a medium it just makes people feel better if anything now that's where i do come prayer helps you helps you and i think this is where where i land on this in that um it's all very well and good to pray but you must understand you're praying for yourself you're praying for your own personal clarity on a topic and i'm sure you will get it because there is some degree of neuro-linguistic programming you're doing to yourself when it when it comes to those things However, this cannot be a uh, alternative to action. You can't pray and assume that your job is done any more than you can jump on Twitter and assume that by tweeting your job is done. This is not going to change things. I have no idea what action can be done. Uh, I, to some degree, these discussions are futile. But I will say that, uh, I don't know, this idea of prayer, we've already, prayer already got us this far. Prayer will certainly not get us out of it. Well, Rich, what do you say to someone who'll say to you, 
Okay, Rich Mulholland, you obviously think prayer does nothing. So if it does do nothing, what's the harm in me saying pray for Paris? I mean, why does it bother you so much? What do you, what do you then say to that? I would say that uh, because it gives you the belief that you're doing something when you're not. If you understood that you're absolutely not achieving anything by that action and you do want to be doing something, then you actually have to do something positive. Yeah, it means getting your hands dirty sometimes. Yeah. And for some people, this just it removes that obligation from them. So in every in every famous battle scene, if you watch any of these old Napoleonic movies or any any film uh, about any war, the f- one thing that both sides do is they before pray. is they both pray, and the chaplains are up there at the front praying that we are doing God's work and we shall defeat those evil you know French in those days and blah 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 blah. blah. And, and this is what was happening, and everybody prayed, and then when there was a victory, they they thanked God for the prayer, and then when there was a loss, they would say, well, God had other plans in this instance yeah it's typical Heineken mayor as well yeah <laughs> same thing look uh here's a here's a message from vian says hey team i was at the france versus germany game on friday night in paris at the stade de france after the second bomb went off there was still no real reaction from anyone in the stadium the sound of these bombs was so unbelievably loud i don't speak french so as i was leaving the stadium i still had no idea of what was going on it was such a weird feeling understanding no one and being so close to this very very strange so, I mean, there's someone who was in it. I don't know. I, I took some heat on, on social media over the weekend, too, because I said, don't pray for Paris. You know what? The last thing we need here is more religion. But that's my position, and I don't expect everybody to feel the same way. And for some people, they just want to be able to express their empathy in some way, shape, or form. And maybe prayer is that. And I'm not going to take that away from you. No, another am I. I'm certainly not trying to, to take away my... my Hope is not that anybody stops praying or anybody does these things, but my hope is that people do not see prayer alone as enough, that they cannot leave this in God's hands. Even if you do believe in God, which clearly I don't, I'm not taking away, but I'm saying that you cannot simply run around leaving things in God's hands and expect uh, something to happen. Prayer is not action. You, you are not allowed, though, to excuse religion from this argument. You're not allowed to say that it's not religion. No. You're not allowed to do that because the terrorists have not given you that option. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were the ones. They were the ones who decided to bring God into this in the first place. So it's not, you know, nasty people who are trying to bedevil a religion who are going to bring this in. Um, I, I certainly didn't fire those shots, and neither did Rich. Yeah. But we're allowed to look at the reasons that the people who did did, and they've told us those reasons. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. They said it in. The words that they shouted out before they committed the uh, actions. You know, one of the arguments. You're not allowed to take their voice out of this argument. You are not allowed to do that. And the specifics is their voice. One of the reactions I got quite a lot, and I saw quite a lot over the weekend, was people saying, "Oh, you guys thinking that uh, religion is the root of all war? You're wrong. Look at all the deaths caused by secular groups, uh, the Second World War, blah blah blah. All of these groups. Mm. I think what is important in these big dictators and things like this is to note that in those cases, conscription played a, a point, a factor. So yes, sure, maybe more people died, but that was because more people were ordered to their death. This you are a young Scottish male, you will mm. be conscripted into the army, and you will fight for king and country, and this is what you have to do. Whereas the difference is now is that the foot soldiers are volunteers in God's army. Mm. And this is absolutely a a different and scary thing in that these people are volunteering themselves to do God's work and to to kill and die in God's name. You could argue that they are the most devout of all. 
Absolutely. They're, they're way actually, more devout than, than most of the people who would defend them. Yeah, who are going to uh, church on a Sunday. And this is where I also draw uh, – uh, people turn around and say, oh, you should respect people's religion. So I take offense to – there's a specific Jewish holiday uh, called the Passover that mm. I take offense to. And because – and I always – I've got a friend who's a rabbi, and we debate this at length. Uh, the Passover basically celebrates – it's a very similar thing, right? It's an act of terrorism. Uh, the, the pharaoh uh, – Moses and Aaron go to the Pharaoh, up, down, up, down, up, down, all these pigs, frogs, locusts, lice, locusts <laughs> darkness. Yeah. I mean, the hashtag, that escalated quickly yes. from uh, 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 <laughs> feeling sick to uh, we're killing every firstborn animal and child. Yeah. I mean, this is, this, is a, this is a big thing. And, and then you have this thing, and eventually they say, well, that's what happens. We're going to kill all the firstborn until you let us go. I mean, they could have killed the pharaoh, but they didn't. They, they went through. And this is a very similar response. And I don't respect that. And what I don't also respect is I do not respect celebrating that any more than I respect celebrating Hiroshima. I can respect celebrating the exodus of the people from slavery, the Israelites from slavery of Egypt, but I do not believe that I will ever celebrate or wish somebody, oh, good, good Pesach, have a great, have a great Passover, man, or have a great day where your God killed every other race's children, okay, <laughs> yeah, and not- animals, yeah, but fuck, awesome, man, yeah, fist pump. Right. We do not have to blindly respect other people's faith, and blind respect of other people's faith will actually not make important conversation happen. We can't try change everybody's mind, but I think discussion is important. And again, I'm not trying to offend my Jewish buddies, but I am absolutely letting them understand that I believe that it is wrong to celebrate infanticide on any level. Celebrate the Exodus. We celebrate VE Day. We don't celebrate Hiroshima Day. Mm. But if you believe in something so strongly, it's that much more difficult to admit to your own religion's mistakes. And this is why you end up with all the religious groups looking at each other thinking, mine is better than yours, right. mine is more civilized than yours. We're not do- and listen, this at is where I... At least we're not doing no, this, your people are doing that. That's purely because those people don't understand history. Because all three of the monotheisms anyway have such ugly copy books at the moment that none of them has any right to point any finger at any of the others. Islam is by no means more violent than Christianity was at the height of its power. Well, yeah, absolutely. The Crusades... And, and, and the same goes for Judaism at the height of its power too. We, uh, you know, we talk about the, uh, the, the, the wiping out of the Amalekites. <laughs> it was genocide, which was condoned and sanctioned by God in the Old Testament. Let's not mess around. If you don't understand the history, you're bound to repeat the same mistakes and to Im- imagine in some crazy parallel universe that you occupy the moral high ground. I mean, it's madness. Uh, I find I just got Jazz just messaging me, but she's right. Like, you know, Hitler believed that uh, the Aryans were a master race. The, the, um, yeah, but that was not the reason he went to war. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. Uh, he went to war reparations. He wanted land and he wanted power. Well, well also, the, uh, the World War I reparations. You can understand why German people were angry. That's, I guess, there's a whole other debate there. But, I mean, uh, I remember seeing an interview with Eugene de Terblanche years ago, basically using Bible passages to mm. quote for his ideology. I mean, there's, people will, will use this. And I think my point is that it needs to be discussed. Nobody's faith should be free from discussion simply because it's your faith. Yeah. It shouldn't be off Automatic respect. Right. It shouldn't Sacred have automatic cows. respect. The yeah. person should be respected that you're discussing. Uh, you're discussing with the person's right to continue having. That but if choice. they have a stupid idea, 
that should be brought to question. Well, my, my, my frustration is that I did a lot of research into these studies. In fact, the one um, showed that um, uh, they went to a bunch of guys who had this big bypass surgery and it was looking not great. And there was thousands of them that they that they did studies on. The first group were told that um, – or the first group no, – the first two groups were to, weren't told anything about the study. They were just prayed for. A list of names, half were prayed for, half weren't. And a third group <laughs> was told that they were prayed for. Hmm. The difference between the group that prayed for, 51% – of the group um, that were uh, prayed for uh, had a uh, sorry fifty two percent of the group that were prayed for still passed on fifty one percent of the group that weren't um, passed on so uh, even it's though slightly negligible. better it's completely negligible the only non negligible uh, study thing in the whole study was fifty nine percent of the people who knew they were. Uh, uh, being prayed for passed on uh, Richard Dawkins actually said it was some sort of performance anxiety you knew that people were praying for you and expected you to pull through so it actually became harder for you so more of them died uh, <laughs> yeah. actually in this case it was negative but then so I looked for counter studies and the counter studies all end up quoting the Bible every counter study for prayer quotes the Bible and I always find like quoting the Bible as proof of religious concept is like quoting Harry Potter for the proof of magic it's you can't use the book because it's the book that is in question in the first place. Mm. But I do believe rational argument or rational discussion is an extremely, extremely, extremely important at this time. And blind respect to people's faith is not—it's an obstacle. So here's here's a, a good point, and there are a lot of these discussions that have come up too. We mentioned earlier that odious, disgusting human being Steve Hofmeyer, who tried to turn this into a discussion around farm murders, which <laughs> is just unbelievable. Donald Trump trying to turn yeah, this into yeah. a discussion. Of firearms. And now Colin Matlakala, who says, Gareth, Paris must fall. Now they forgot what they did to our Sarah Bartman. Why are you supporting Europe? I mean, again, it's it's idiotic. I mean, you can't have this discussion with some people because they make it about them. Yeah. And I, I don't know whether he's a direct descendant of Sarah Bartman or whether he feels that that was the moment that we reached a moral low. I'm not sure. But you can't compare apples and pears here and expect to have a result that's in somehow in some way useful. Listen, any time where so so Ronda Rousey match, you just mentioned this right now. Okay, <laughs> I mean that, this was fun. So you have two people who go into a ring together and choose to be part of a fight, and one gets kicked in the head and falls down. Nobody can be upset with uh, the result. They both were willing. Participants. Yeah. My problem is that war, while not good on any level, when battles are happening, I'm against anything that happens to anyone when one group of the participants do not know they're part of the fight. Right? I mean, like, you have a bunch of people in a rock show, a bunch of people at a soccer match, a bunch of people sitting in a cafe. You, none of this matters. I mean, it almost sounds like this guy is defending the action because of some other historical reference yeah, that yeah, he has. No, he's a single-issue guy. This is, he's, he's got his thing, and he just doesn't care about the rest of humanity's experience. So he's actually proving he has a zero humanity himself. Why people are shocked by Paris is because it could have just as easily been the restaurant you were at on, on Friday night. It could have just as easily been the nightclub that your children were at mm. on Friday night. It's because it's so close to home. Because these and because were, it's in Paris, which is the, the yeah. this place that represents what real free people strive to have. The ability to actually decide for themselves whether they can have a cigarette or not, whether they want to wear a miniskirt or not. Not like these oppressive societies where everything is dictated Although are the French not quite dictatorial on lack of religion? No, they don't. You're not forced to be an atheist. 
What do you mean? No, no, no. But you, there are certain practices that are not allowed. Like, but I guess certain secular practices that are encouraged in schools and things and stuff like that, where uh, religion is to some degree oppressed. Not oppressed, but certainly where, where I mean, the French would argue that no, they don't oppress anybody. They just want everybody to have a fair shot. Yeah, and that's uh, look certainly you know, a point. You of can't view that wear I agree a with. you can't wear a burqa, for example. Yes. In France, because they say that that's just not fair to all the other people, which I tend to agree with. Keep your, your religion is for yourself. It's for you to have at home or in your own private space or to share with other people who are like-minded on a specific day in a certain building that you declare sacred. But it's got fuck all to do with me. And you may not make my children, if I had them, learn your nonsense. Right. There we go. Are we done? Yes. Thank you, Rich. Uh, no, I've got to go. And, Aren't uh, you glad you got that off your chest? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I feel, you know, and a weird, like, it's not like usually there would be a um, a point of view here. There's no point. Mm-hmm. I'm just so frustrated that I'm expected to blindly respect. <laughs> anyway, have All a right. great week, everybody. Thank go you. You don't, about, you don't like, have to respect anything. Nip slips or something. Respect yeah. is something that you need to earn, <laughs> no matter what your viewpoint, your, your, your belief, your faith got to earn it and not everybody's going to give it to you no matter how hard you try to earn it thank you rich there we go rich mulholland this is cliffcentral.com